about all humanity, you know, without exception of anybody, you know. And I, I know that um, a lot of the content in the songs is very heavy, you know, but uh, see, fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. And I've just retired from the fantasy part because I realized that uh, Yes, make no mistake, there is life in abundance for all to partake. 
joyous exaltation to those who liberate themselves. Welcome to Women's Wednesday. I'm your host, Mariama Tanay. I'm so grateful that you're able to be here this evening. I wish all of you peace and health and strength and harmony. Tonight's topic, what we're talking about tonight, the main theme, is the Hegelian dialectic. The Hegelian dialectic. And why is it important to know? I know those words sound strange, Hegelian dialectic, but we're impacted by it every single day. Our families are, our children are, and we have to overcome it. What the the Hegelian dialectic is, it's the way that mind control is moved on mass populations. It's been what's been used for every political decision, every war, every school board meeting, any type of community program that's trying to get funded, 
the Hegelian dialectic is used. Before we go into more specifically what it is and how it's maneuvered, we're going to look to the Bible because everything has been covered by the Most High. There's nothing new. So I turn to Second Timothy chapter 3. I'm going to start there this evening. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affections, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. For this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with divers lust, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now as Jans and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds, reprobate concerning the faith. But they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience, persecutions, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lysteria. What persecutions I endured, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue in thou things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. And from, and from that a child hath known thy holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Spirit led in these times when they're trying to play with our minds. First John chapter 5, verse 19 to 21. And we know that we are God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. And we know that the Son of God is come and has given us understanding that we may know him that is true, and, we are, and that we are in him that is true. Even his Son, Jesus Christ, this is the true God and eternal life. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Amen. And a quote from the Apocrypha of John. 
Nakamati text, which is so very telling. They sought to overpower humanity in its psychological and perceptual functions. They sought to overcome humanity in its psychological and perpetual functions. Although they saw that human thinking was superior to theirs, for indeed their delight is bitter and their beauty is depraved and their triumph is in deception, leading astray for their own structure is without divinity. And their own structure is without divinity. You see, this is this has been going on from the beginning of time in some way, shape, or form. It's just our turn to face it. And the wise turn to the most high. To the divine within for wisdom. Now we're going to come back after this music moment. We're going to break down what is the Hegelian dialectic, why it's important, how it impacts us, and how we can defend ourselves against it. Bless.
sexual forces, plus and minus, existence and my ocean, low poem my energy.
blessings and grace. When you do it with all your heart, you prosper. That's the bottom line. So what is the Hegelian dialectic? In short, it is problem, reaction, solution. The critical process by which the ruling elite create a problem, anticipating and advance the reaction that the population will have to the given crisis, and thus conditioning that a change is needed. When the population is properly conditioned, a desired agenda of the ruling elite is presented as the solution. The solution isn't intended to solve the problem, but rather made for change, but rather serve as a basis for a new problem or exacerbate the existing one. When the newly inflamed difficulty reaches the boiling point of a crisis, it becomes the foundation upon which arguments may again be made for change. Hence, the process is repeated over and over and over and over, moving society toward whatever end the planners have in mind. Also important to understand that this process is being driven. Arguments are created for, both for and against, certain measures of change. All arguments are controlled. The presented solutions, each with varying levels of unadornment, are debated publicly by the manipulators or their minions. This is done until a perceived compromise has been reached, a perceived compromise has been reached on the best measure to take in route to solving the crisis. Then the outcome of the debate which purportedly weighs the concerns of the public with the mandate to do something is enacted as public policy. This is a summary of what the Hegelian dialectic is. Though few in American, only few in American society have ever even heard of it, still fewer have, have, have not been profoundly impacted by its use and the effective neutralization of opposition in the formation of public policy. From twisting truth through group consensus, twisting truth through group consensus, tension created by diversity is essential to the dialectic process. It energizes members and when manipulated by well-trained facilitators, produces synergy. You can't guide people towards toward synthesis, compromise, unless they are opposing views. You have to have both the thesis and the antithesis. Right, the problem and the reaction. Consensus process must include all these elements, a diverse group, dialoguing, reasoning to come to a consensus over a social issue led by a trained facilitator toward a pre-planned outcome. The true dialectic group never reaches a final consensus for continual change is an ongoing process. One step today, another step tomorrow to permanently change the way we think and relate to each other. Our quote unquote leaders must set the stage for conflict and compromise week after week, year after year. Dialectical thinking and group consensus, groupthink, 
they try to have happen must become as normal as eating. Eventually, people learn to discard their old mental anchors and boundaries. All the facts and certainties that built firm firm convictions once upon a time become like boats adrift, always ready to shift with the changing winds and currents. Firm in your word as you mean what you say. Say what you mean. The Hegelian dialectic is a tool used by governments and various change agents to influence public thinking and bring about a desired change. Simply put, a problem is artificially created. Or they'll take a problem that was organically created and use it to their advantage. This problem draws out a predetermined response. The response is then used to produce the desired solution. All major events in history employ the Hegelian dialectic of problem, manufacture crisis, or take advantage of one already in place in order to get the in order to get the desired reaction of public outcry, whereby the public demands a solution which has been predetermined from the beginning. Got it from the get up. The Catholic hierarchy was presented with the perfect opportunity to lay the groundwork for worldwide deception to bear fruit in the final generation. The deception required a small globe Earth spinning through fast, limited reaches of space, a space inhabited by aliens and other sentient life forms that has created, that has created doubt in the Bible as the, as, as the inspired word of Yahweh. But the Bible presents the Earth as a moving. It is removed the creator far away from his creation by, by presenting a universe unimaginably, you know, and the change agent to engineer this transformation and belief was the newly created society of Jesus, also known as the Jesuits. And, and, and so just a segue into modern construct and culture and media, you know, um, Star Wars, right? And the whole cinematic mythological universe that Lucas and company created, you know, and so, you may remember the scene from The Empire Strikes Back where Yoda explains to Luke what the Force is. Now, the thing is that this whole explanation of the Force here is really a nutshell version of the entire belief system, which the Bible sometimes referred to as Mystery Babylon. This is the core of all mystery traditions, ancient occultism, shamanic practices, and the modern New Age movement. Biblical prophecy actually says that in the last days, there will be a renewed sense of interest in this Luciferian philosophy. Absolutely see this very thing taking place within the broader truth movement and even mainstream society as a whole. So in that sense, you know, it, it, it almost doesn't even matter if a person becomes awakened to the reality of the world order agenda or even enclosed world cosmology because in any case they're still faced with the same overarching choice between believing in the spiritual narrative of the bible where god sets the boundaries and defines how deliverance from the fallen system will ultimately happen and in believing in the in, or believing in the alternative in its countless varieties and forms you see throughout the star wars films you're presented with the duality 
between the forces of tyrannical oppression, military aggression, and ruthless domination. And it's all represented by the agenda contrast against the forces of the rebellion, the collection of humans, alien races devoted to peace, harmony, and galactic cooperation, and so on. Both sides have heroes, villains, who have mastered the use of the force, with the Sith Lord serving as evil forces of empire and the Jedi Knights, of course, serving as serving serving the cause of truth and justice and peace. But the force itself is said to be rather unbiased. It can be used for good or evil. And that is the trap. It can be used for good or evil. That's the trap. This is a spiritual lie. This is the same Hegelian dialectic being embedded into the most popular films. Because interestingly enough, Hegel didn't actually invent the Hegelian dialectic. He merely recognized it categorized it and gave it a name in order to avoid falling victim to the to the hegelian dialectic from now on one must remember the process involved anytime a major problem or issue arises in society think about who will gain or profit from it i was just telling my oldest son that earlier today you know something happened in his life and you know and and i'm like well who benefits who benefits right now, and who and who who will benefit later? You have to be a thinking man and woman, right? And like Marcus Garvey said, what he say? Um, a reading math and woman is a ready math and woman, and a writing math and a writing man and woman is exact, right? You have to be a thinking man or woman. You have to to be ready and exact. Okay, so in order to avoid falling victim, from now on, one must remember the process involved, right? And then you have to ask yourself, and the process is problem, reaction, solution. Where are the solutions coming from? Who's standing up for the solutions? Right? Who benefits? Who loses? What companies they own? What those companies make, right? Who donated to that campaign, and how does this bill or this situation within the school system, or you know, at my job, people that are intelligent, you know, that uh, that that understand, use the Hegelian dialectic in everyday life to manipulate and maneuver one. Gently coerce into the outcome they want, and it's done on a mass level. On a mass level, and for example, you know, um, the Hegelian dialectic is a framework. It's as a framework to guide thoughts and actions. You know, and. It's used by corporations. I mean, a, a perfect example of it is the Republicans and the Democrats. But no, but no matter who's in office, it's still going in the same direction. I mean, it's not like Obama stopped doing what Bush did on a large scale. What the Clinton did, you know, Clinton turned out to be the worst, right? He's the one that put all those laws in place, that put all those black people in jail. 
more than any other president in history. These people out here in the streets calling him the first, calling him a black president and all of this stuff. It's just crazy. It's mind control. It's all a perception, and we have to clear our clear our eyes awake in the real one. Clear our eyes. I'm going to go in depth next week in terms of locally how it's done and um, some real concrete ways in which to use, you know, um, what I spoke about in my home in my homeschool how podcast, um, the trivia study of rhetoric. Understand and inductive and deductive reasoning, and how to implement that into your children's minds and lives so that they use it. Critical thinking is is so important. Critical thinking is absolutely necessary. We've been lulled into a sleep, you know. We're so gonna take a music moment and um, come back with the go and no sis. Two-thirds a person, great things and beatings and suffering and worsening, black human packages tied up in strings, black rage can come from all these kinds of things, black rage founded on blatant denial, economic subsistence survival, deafening silence and social control. Thank you. 
whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm women mittens, brown paper packages tied up with dreams. These are a few of my favorite things. Cream-colored ponies and crisp apple strudel, doorbells and sleigh bells and chenets cooked with noodles, wild geese that fly with the moon on their wings. These are a few. Just me. 
And so the the um, the soldiers will take over guard duties at key sites so that the elite police can focus on the threat of another attack. So it's basically martial law. And so because of what happened in the United Kingdom, um, according to Reuters, France steps up its security as well at public venues, and they were already under martial law, and plans new counterterrorism body. So France ordered heightened security at sports and cultural events, again, culture, understand where I'm coming from, on Tuesday, as President Emmanuel Macron said he would set up a new counterterrorism coordinating body after a suicide bomber killed 22 people at the British Concert Hall. So there is an effort of fear and chaos and energy that's traveling around. And what's happening over in Venezuela, according to the Washington Post, .com, um, Venezuela's had a problem with their financial system. It totally collapsed. The people were attacking the food trucks in the streets before they could even get to the grocery stores and fighting over groceries in the streets in Venezuela. So the people are hungry but the farmers can't feed them. Send prayers and blessings and well wishes to all Venezuelans. Um, with cash running low and debts piling up, Venezuela's socialist government has cut off back sharply on food imports. And farmers in most countries, that would present an opportunity. But this is Venezuela whose economy operates on its own special plane of dysfunction. At a time of empty supermarkets and spreading hunger, the country's farms are producing less and less, not more, Making the, making the caloric deficit worse. Drive around the country outside of the capital, Caracas, and there's everything a farmer needs, fertile, fertile land, water, sunshine, and gasoline at four cents a gallon, cheapest in the world. Yet somehow families here are just scrawny looking as the city dwelling Venezuelans waiting in bread lines are picking through garbage for scraps. Having attempted for years to divide conventional at the country now faces a painful reckoning with basic arithmetic. This one farmer, um, Escobar, had 200,000 hens, and now he has 70,000. And seven of his cavernous hen houses sit empty. He can't afford to buy more chicken feed because the government price controls have made his business unprofitable, and armed gangs have been squeezing him for extortion payments and stealing his eggs. Venezuela's latest public indicators confirm that the country is facing a dietary calamity. With medicine scarce and malnutrition cases soaring, more than 11,000 babies died last year, sending the infant mortality rate up 30%, according to Venezuela's health ministry. The head of the ministry was fired by the president two days after she released those statistics. Child hunger in parts of Venezuela is a humanitarian crisis. Um, on average, just in last year alone, they did a survey of 6,500 Venezuelan families, and they and, and on average, they each lost 19 pounds. And love and protection and strength for the Venezuelans. That's a hardship to live through, you know. But one must pay attention because they do test runs, Okay. And so according to the World Health Organization, hopefully it's some positive news. Um, today, the member states of the World Health Organization who elected Dr. Tedros Adahanam Gavius, Gavius, 
as the new director general of WHO. Dr. Tedros Adadamas Gabrielos was nominated by the government of Ethiopia and will begin his five term, his five year term on July 1st, 2017. And he is um, the first African elected as the director general of WHO. And as a minister of health in um, Ethiopia, Dr. Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus led a comprehensive reform effort of the country's health system, including the expansion of the country's health infrastructure, creating 3,500 health centers and 16,000 health posts, expanding the health workforce by 38,000 health extension workers, and initiated financing mechanisms to expand health, in- health insurance coverage. As Minister of Foreign Affairs, he led the effort to negotiate the Adidas Baba Action Agenda, in which a 193 countries committed to the financing necessary to achieve the sustainable developmental goals. As chair of the Global Fund of the RBM, Dr. Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus secured record funding for the two organizations and created the Global Malaria Action Plan, which expanded RBM's reach beyond Africa to Asia and Latin America. So Dr. Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus will succeed Dr. Margaret Chan, who has been who's director general since 2007. So blessing to Dr. Adhanam Gabriels. And on um, antiwar.com, when President Trump went to Israel recently, during his trip, there were public protesters, which are generally unwelcomed across the Middle East, and when U.S. president is, is on visiting in Israel, occupied territory protests among the Arabs aren't particularly t- tolerated at any time. So on that day, two problems intersected and saw Israeli troops attack Palestinian demonstrators at the West Bank. Israeli troops shot and wounded at least 11 Palestinians over the course of the crackdown. And that's horrible that, you know, our president goes over there and 11 people get shot. And many more hurt when Israeli police arrived and fired tear gas to disperse the demonstrators. Among those shot and wounded was a member of the Human Rights Watch wearing a vest that identified him as press. In a general strike across Palestine in support of the ongoing hunger strikes among hundreds of jailed Palestinians held in Israeli prisons. And the hunger strikes are demanding better conditions during their detention and scores have been hospitalized as the strike has been going for more than a month. And so the Israeli officials presented the protesters as as rioters, as they are want as um and so that's what they use as their reason for shooting 11 people, including a human rights press person. And something I found very interesting because I was thinking about doing this. You know, I've seen those videos on YouTube and people get the DNA.com or the Ancestry and me um well no. Ancestry.com and 23andMe DNA results. And I've always wondered, you know, what my results would look like, what different, you know, countries and nationalities may pop up. And then I heard, um, I had I had read on some blog that they were selling your DNA information. So I looked into it and I went to DNA-explain.com and it said they have an article, 23andMe Ancestry selling your DNA information. <laughs> Are you aware that when you purchase a DNA kit for genealogy, 
testing through either 23andMe or Ancestry that you are literally giving these companies carte blanche to your DNA, the rights to your DNA information, including for medical utilization, meaning sales to big farms, and there's absolutely no opt-out, meaning they can, in essence, do anything they want with your anonymized biometric data. Both companies have also have a higher research participation level that you can choose to participate in or opt out of that grants them permission to sell or otherwise utilize your non-anonymized data, meaning your identity is attached to that information. Non-anonymized means your name is attached. Okay. Get caught up in semantics, understand. Non-anonymized. Your, your identity is attached. However, opting out of this higher level does not stop the company from utilizing, sharing, or selling your, your anonymized data and DNA. Anonymized data means your identity and what they consider identifying information has been removed. Many, many people think that if you opt out, your DNA and data is never shared or sold. But according to 23andMe and Ancestry's own documentation, that's not true. The opt-out is not truly an opt-out. Overstand. Hegelian <laughs> solution reaction, all right? And it's only opting out of them sharing your non-anonymized data, meaning it's just a higher level. They still share your data in an aggregated fashion. And then so I, you know, I'm extra. So I went to um, this fact check website. If you ever want to check facts, it's a great website. It's called Snopes, S-N-O-P-E-S, Snopes.com. You can fact check anything, and like um, they have experts from around the world that answer the questions. So I fact checked legal affairs, and sure enough, they had an article: Can Ancestry.com take ownership of your DNA data? And it says experienced attorneys with the S blog post has caused widespread concern. You know, and so they really break it down. So the bottom line, um, it says that signing up Ancestry.com. DNA test does not mean that your DNA data in the complete and permanent way that word is typically understood. See how they, you know, semantics is real. Signing up for Ancestry.com DNA test does not mean that the company owns your data, comma, in the complete and permanent way in which the word is typically understood. Customers license it. To the company. <laughs> Customers can choose not to follow their genetic information, wait, not to allow their genetic information to be used for certain purposes, and can also revert the life, re- re- revoke the license and have the DNA data and sample destroyed if they wish, something that would not be possible if Ancestry.com owned them outright. However, granting Ancestry.com that license can involve them giving relatively significant rights over to DNA data. And the scope of these rights may, be, may go beyond what is immediately apparent. Furthermore, licensing your DNA data to Ancestry.com does come with risk to your privacy as well as potentially resulting life insurance or, in certain circumstances, even getting hired for a particular job. Who knew it was that deep? That's why you got to be a seeker. And see what's really happening. Just take a moment. Because that really bugged me out. I was like, wow. I mean, you know, 
you have, you know, because one doesn't really think at first what, you know, they swab it, they send it to you. And what are they doing with that after that? They sell it to drug companies for research, you know, and um, different kinds of experiments. And in other news, um, I saw this on Instagram, actually, that Goya Foods, that um, Coca-Cola, Goya, JetBlue, the Yankees, and AT&T, and more, turned their backs on the 54th, excuse me, the 57th Puerto Rican Day Parade because it plans to honor what many New Yorkers call a known terrorist, while others call him a hero. Oscar Lopez Rivera expected honoring has drawn so much controversy. But what I find interesting about this is that you have these corporations taking a stand, and the people, the culture, honoring this man. This is who they choose to honor with their parade. You know, so remember those names. Goya, isn't that funny? Coca-Cola, JetBlue, the Yankees at AT&T. You know, see who you're giving your money to in that bunch. Because that, they shouldn't take a stance like that if it's, if it's, if it's their culture and that's who they want to represent them for that day in their parade. It's called the Puerto Rican Day Parade. And on some positive news, a black, a black woman-owned construction company um, to replace 18,000 contaminated water pipes in Flint. W.T. Stevens Construction, a black woman-owned construction company in Flint, Michigan, was recently awarded a multi-million dollar service contract to replace more than 18,000 corroded lead water pipes across the city. Blackbusiness.org reported that W.T. Stevens was one of four companies contracted under a court order to complete the project. The the construction firm was founded in the 1990s by the late W.T. Stevens. Following his death in 2002, his daughter, Rhonda Grayer, took over as the company's vice president with her husband, retired professional basketball player Jeff Grayer, served as the project manager. This is home for me, and my family and I wasn't going to sit back and do nothing as a person or as a businessman, said Mr. Greer. He added, this is the biggest project our company has ever done, and as a result of the waterline contracts, our gross revenue has been increased by 70%. So blessing to that black woman-owned business and um, having the opportunity to serve her community, you know, because service is the worship, right? Other news. There was um, there were two young black girls who were being policed for wearing natural hairstyles in an ongoing attempt to suppress their cultural identity. Always stand the suppression of culture. Recently, a Massachusetts charter school came under fire on social media for punishing two black female students for wearing their hair in box braids. After refusing to take out their braids, the 15-year-old twin sisters. Dina and Maya Cook were given weeks of daily detention, kicked off their sports team, and banned from attending any school events, including prom. We were allowed to go to prom at the Mystic Valley Regional Charter School. Initially, the school um, released a statement defending their policy, which prohibited braided hair extensions. Why are black hairstyles included in school policy? Overstand when I say behavior modification. 
Why is that included in school policy? That was up until Friday, May 19th, when the Massachusetts Attorney General's Office ordered them to immediately cease enforcing the unlawful policy and allowed the twins to return to school and resume all school activities. Now, the girls' adoptive white parents' policy, calling it racist, and have filed a complaint with the NAACP and the state's Anti-Defamation League, according to Boston 25 News. In the letter to the school, the state's attorney general's office said that the school's hair makeup policy includes a number of prohibitions that are, that are, that are either unreasonably subjective or appear to be effectively singled out students of color. The letter went on to say that the policy appears to be specifically referenced hairstyles that are more likely to be worn by black female students. The letter also stated that braids and extensions can be important expressions of racial culture, heritage, and identity, in addition to serving very practical needs unique to black women and girls. The school's board of trustees have since voted to, voted to suspend the policy for the remainder of the year pending. Overstand the Hegelian dialectic right there. It's not just done forever. Because it's constant and ongoing. It's a gentle progression. You have to have more meetings. (laughs) Overstand now. School Board of Trustees has since voted to suspend the policy for the remainder of the year pending the outcome of the AG's investigation, reports NBC Boston. And to really go and know and get out the house, um, there's a great website called Outdoor Project. Again, that's outdoorproject.com. And there are thousands of outdoor experiences, um, and and, and you can view by specific location, region, near me, new, all the lodging, um, campgrounds, um, lodging, campgrounds, adventures, you know, all the different trails in your area that you may not even know about in your state, and natural outdoor recreational hidden places that you know about because we have to be in touch with the nature of the most high to awaken the nature of the most high within ourselves. You know, and I was looking this up because it's springtime now and I'm excited about getting out into the air with my family. And I really want to spend more time in nature and just, you know, be a part of, you know, the planet that I sprang forth from, right. that I'm here on and understand all of the components and feel the feelings of it. It's important. So we're going to take a music moment, and we'll be back with technology.
Oh 
you are willing to serve We have room to observe To see if you can walk the walk you took Let me give you my word My voice must be heard Praise the rhythm of peace of my heart Call me by my name, I am ready to roll Standing taller to face the darkest and the hardest of signs. Blessings and grace. You have to stand up, be awake and aware. And as we move forward into technology and see what's happening out here in this dynamic, scientists have now turned a flag into a loudspeaker according to Psy.org. A paper-thin, flexible device created at Michigan State University can not only generate energy from human motion, it can act as a loudspeaker and a microphone as well. A loudspeaker and a microphone. Nanotechnology researchers report on May 16th edition of Nature Communications, Again, I find it so funny that all of these technologies are in nature communications. The audio breakthrough could eventually lead to such consumer products such as foldable loudspeaker, voice-activated security patch for computers, and even a talking newspaper. This is the first transducer that is ultra-thin, flexible, scalable, and biodirectional, meaning it can convert mechanical energy to electrical energy, and electrical energy to mechanical energy. So they have a flag, a, a paper thin, it's a, it's a loudspeaker, and a microphone. And on BBC.com, um, I found out that Amazon is now adding TV channels to Prime Video. So they have live TV now on Amazon if you have an Apple TV or a Roku and or uh, um, Android box, and you have Amazon. They now offer live TV with your account. And um, UK authorities are pushing for direct access to Internet providing systems, according to Z- ZDNet.com. The government wants to install black box-type devices on telecom networks for unfettered access to, to, to the um, UK's metadata which one rights group says it will become central when the new surveillance regime. So there's a whole new surveillance regime that's taking over the planet. So a leading rights group is concerned about UK's plans to compel Internet providers and phone companies to install black box-type equipment on their networks to conduct surveillance. A draft of the, of the proposed new surveillance powers was obtained and published by a nonprofit open rights group early this month. And so it's called, it's, the new law is dubbed, the, it's dubbed the Snoopers Charter. And it was first, first floated around five years ago, and they still are pushing forward with it now. And if they do that there and they get away with it, it's going to go to other countries. 
Do they want to install a black box style surveillance system across the country's telecoms infrastructure to monitor online activity, allowing authorities to log the records of every website a resident accesses? But the measure is, you know, of course they're having a fight about it. Fell short of becoming law when they tried to do it five years ago. So now they're reinvigorating the efforts to have that done, especially with all of this terrorism that's happening. They have to fight terrorism, right? And on nextbigfuture.com, they are now, um, these scientists, they've used mice embryos. They made mice embryos from skin cells. They took skin cells and they made embryos. And so they're saying by 2037, human embryos from skin cells. By 2027 to 2037, scientists will likely to be able to create a baby from human skin cells that have been coaxed to grow into eggs and sperm and used to create embryos to implant in a womb. The process in in vitro gaming or IVG so far has been used only on mice. But stem cell biology says it's only a matter of time before it could be used in human reproduction, opening up mind-boggling possibilities. With IVG, two men can have a baby that was biologically related to both of them by using skin cells from one to make an egg that we fertilize by sperm from the other. With IVG, two men can have a baby that's biologically related to both of them by using skin cells from one to make an egg that would be fertilized by sperm from the other. Women with fertility problems could have eggs made from their skin cells rather than go through the lengthy and expensive process of stimulating their ovaries to retrieve their eggs. This is really real. So last year, researchers in Japan Um, led by Katsushiko Hayashi, used IVG to make viable, viable, they lived, they lived, yo, to make viable eggs from the skin cells of adult female mice and produce embryos that were implanted into female mice who then gave birth to healthy babies. This is what they, this is why we have to use our mind. That's why we have, we can't just be lulled because they're doing craziness. And it's going to be these new kind of beings walking around made from skin cells. I'm sorry on that whole ridiculousness. Pray that they get thwarted. Send that vibration in there of confusion and calamity, and then they can't finish it. Something happens. And on arttechnica.com, genetically enhanced bacteria wired with color vision to create artwork. They made genetically, they made fake bacteria with, with genetically engineered color vision, gut dwelling bacteria transformed into vibrant artists who their work is a bit derivative. Okay, so it says so at MIT published in Nature Chemical Biology MIT researches wired Echeceria coli and so it's Echeceria coli it sounds like E. coli, right? With a synthetic network of 18 genes, they have synthetic genes, 18 genes that allows them to sense and respond to red, green, and blue. 
Once the excited colors, the genetic circuitry activates and inspires the bacteria. This, I mean, this is just real. Genetic circuitry activates and inspires the bacteria to produce corresponding pigments or fluorescent proteins. Mats of microbes then turn their petri dishes into canvases, creating vivid replicas of patterns and artworks. And the artwork is really interesting. And it looks like a natural man is just out of control. Right now, the bright bacteria simply demonstrate how far synthetic biologists, that's a term, simply demonstrates how far synthetic biologists have come in genetic tinkering. But in the future, the research is led by MIT. Christopher Voigt hoped that the RGB microbes could find a variety of applications. Colored light offers many channels to pattern cells, to build tissues or materials, control cells at a distance. This is in a quote, control cells at a distance or serve as a means of communication between electronic and biological systems. Let's say it again. Colored light offers many channels to pattern cells to pattern the cells to build tissues or materials, control cells at a distance, or serve as a means of communication between electronic and biological systems. Voigt and his colleagues wrote this down. So they came up with this four-generation system, this um, four-gene system that allowed microbes to recreate black and white images. And in a new study, they go all out using the 18 genes plus a collection of genetic tricks, tools, and programming strategies. Glee enhanced bacteria wired to create vision, color vision artwork. And so on V on, on singularityhub.com, VO gives robot eyes and brains so they can safely work with people. So machines are learning to do tasks they've never done before, from locating and retrieving goods from a shelf to driving cars to performing surgery. In manufacturing environments, robots can place an object with millimeter precision over and over, live hundreds of pounds without getting tired, and repeat the same action constantly for hundreds of hours. So the thing here is that um, VO, the engineers at VO Robotics decided to um, give the robots a brain and so that they can see and they have a responsive system to bring spatial awareness to robots. Spatial awareness, depth sensing cameras to give the robot visual coverage, and its software learns to differentiate between objects around it to the point that it can be aware of the size and location of everything it sees. It can then be programmed to adjust its behavior to change in its environment. If a human shows up where a human isn't supposed to be, the robot can stop what it's doing to make sure that the human doesn't get hurt. 3D sensors will also play a key part in the system, and Zhu mentioned the importance of their declining cost. Ten years ago, the only 3D sensors that were available were 3D liners that cost tens of thousands of dollars because of advances in consumer applications like gaming and gesture recognition. Remember, the Wii brought that in there. It's possible to get 3D time of light chipsets for well under $100. Well under $100 in quantity. These sensors give us exactly the kind of data we need to solve this problem. So the robots are going to have spatial awareness. 
and, you know, try to save you if you need help at work. And on Bloomberg.com, some good news is that renewable energy power jobs for almost 10 million people with the Jobs Act. You know, so the solar industry has 3.9 million people versus 1.2 million in wind. And so the renewable energy industry employed 9.8 million people last year, up 1.1% from 2015, led by solar photovoltaic business, according to the International Renewable Energy Agency annual report on the industry. Growth has slowed in the past two years. The solar category with 3.9 million jobs, but the wind business has more than doubled their respective employee numbers since 2012 than the first year assessed. So the nature of jobs is changing a little bit with more emphasis on installation, operational, and on the maintenance side. So that's good to know. You know, with the wind and the solar power, the jobs are there, and it's on installation, operational, and maintenance, and that's according to Bloomberg.com. Volvo has a new self-driving truck that follows trash collectors like dogs. Okay? So now the truck follows the man as he picks up and puts the trash inside. So the um, so as, as artificial intelligence seems to be integrated into every job, it's about time, this is what it says on digitaltrends.com, it's about time AI helps us clean up waste. Volvo announced last week that it started testing a self-driving garbage truck in partnership with the Swedish Waste and Recycling Company. Rather than entirely automating the task, the truck is designed to work alongside the trash collector, reversing from house to house to make the garbage collection more efficient. But what it does is that it puts one person out of a job. It's usually one person driving, and then the other guy is putting the garbage in, and they take turns. So that's reducing human involvement. And also on digitaltrends.com, they have something called the GoTenna, which keeps you connected where normal cell phones fear to tread. The GoTenna is a rugged digital radio that ensures you can always stay in touch with your hiking partner, whether or not you have cell service, phone via Bluetooth, and allows you to chat one-on-one and share your your location up to 50 miles. So it turns your phone into a walkie-talkie away within line of sight. So that, so it's, it's up to 50 miles away within line of sight. That number falls with obstructions. It says that they had no problem staying in touch within a mile apart in between hills between them. And so it makes the go tenant ideal for camping, hiking, and road trips, and also for your boogie bag um, where cell phone service isn't available or crowded areas where cell phone service is bogged down by traffic. So the initial setup requires you to have a cell signal or Wi-Fi before you take it out. So, so you need to plan ahead and get it working while you're still in civilization. And then you download the Go Antenna app and follow some short registration steps for that um, each antenna. And once registration is complete for each user, it's ready to use as needed where there's no cell phone service. So, again, that's called Go Tenna, G-O-T-E-N-N-A, Go Tenna. A great idea, because you know when you when my when 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 my children were were, were younger, we used to use walkie-talkies a lot, especially like if you're in stores and you know they're of a certain age and they want to look at some things and you're in the same store, it's good for them to have a walkie-talkie. 
You can just say, come back here, over and out, you know. Now you can use your cell phone in that same instance, or if you're stranded somewhere, you never know, especially enjoying these parts of nature during the springtime, at least on this side of the coast. We're going to take the music moment, and we'll be back with Herbnology. Sign the papers, and you'll be free.
Herbnology, and um, I wanted to speak on today in Herbnology, Dr. Sebi, God rest his soul, not rest, rise his soul, and um, Dr. Sebi died under scrupulous circumstances, and he was a master herbalist, and he healed many of herpes and AIDS and cancer, and it was documented, and at the time of his death, he was traveling to set up an actual, like, pharmaceutical huge estate in Africa with an African nation to make, you know, scientific and pharmaceuticals available from its natural state based on proven results. And when he was traveling, that's when he was detained, and um, he died in the jail cell you know, because of him him having 30-something thousand dollars on him. And they put him in a jail until they can verify where the money came from. It was horrible the way it ended for him. But he did so much for so many out in the world as far as health and um, saving lives. And so I subscribe to a channel on YouTube called Understanding. And um, he released a video from the widow of Dr. Savy, Mrs. Dr. Savy. And she said that the people that are now using the name and have the website stole her and her husband's office. And they fraudulently signed her husband's name and sent it to the trademark office. 
Now they say that they own the business and she has nothing to do with it. She went to the office and they found and, and they prevented her from entering it. Mr. and Mrs. Dr. Sadie have been married since the early 80s and together they built that business. She was there step by step. She formulated and created as well as being taught by her husband his formulations and creations. So people started complaining because the frauds don't have the original standardized formulas that Mr. and Mrs. Dr. Savy originated. And so the product that the fraud sell with Dr. Savy's name on it is no, no longer has the same efficacy. And their regular customers notice the difference in the efficacy to the point that she received so many inquiries that she had to face it all and be forced out of mourning. She'd been mourning the loss of her husband and had not had the emotional strength to even discuss this despicable, shameful act. And the frauds didn't even wait till he was buried well before they started all this craziness up. They have gone as far as now as trying to trademark the original names of, of Dr. Savy products, such as Dr. Savy cell food products. She's now finally fighting back, and she's retained counsel, so she's going to be going to court. And in the meantime, in the in-between time, she has a website, and it's internationalherbalproducts.com, but the international is I-N-T-L, herbalproducts.com, I-N-T-L, herbalproducts.com, to get the real Dr. Savy standardized original healing products. And um, they have HIV, herpes, other major illnesses. You know, they have the digestive fix, the brain memory boost, her formula, his formula, you know, Oxmax, which, which you know, blood, with, um, blood refine, immune defense tonic, fluid, fluid flush, mineral luxe sea moss, skin excel, hops extract, hair remedy, tooth care, uterine care, all different kinds of, um, you know, individuals that have herpes, HIV, please, you know, it, they have different therapy packages. And, you know, I just I just think it's horrible. And she claimed that the people, you know, she hired them initially, and her and her husband felt funny about them, and they installed cameras. And so they fired one of them, and the other woman, her first name is Jen, she said. Um, she left because of the cameras. But somehow when she was out in, I believe they were in Honduras, and her husband had died, and, you know, going through that whole turmoil because he was jailed for quite a while before he died in prison. And I guess her trying to, you know, get to him and fight whatever was happening legalistically in the country he was located in, um, knew all the information and documentation and where it was and that these were, you know, older adults. And, you know, out of the mourning process, like, okay, well, we're going to take care of this. You just take care of that. They came back. Right? It's 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 shameful. So you have to always be aware and awake, even in the midst of a weakened state. Okay? So we're gonna take a music moment and come back with the metaphysics of the moment.
Blessings and grace. And in leaning into the metaphysics of the moment, I was drawn to Gnostic Gospels, specifically to Chapter 4 of the Gospel of Mary. Will matter then be destroyed or not? The Savior said, all nature, all formations, all creatures exist in and with one another. And they will be resolved again into their own roots. But the nature of the matter is resolved into the roots of its own nature alone. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Peter said to him, since you have explained everything to us, tell us this also. What is the sin of the world? The Savior said, there is no sin. It is you who make sin when you do things that are like the nature of adultery, which is called sin. That is why God came into your midst, to the essence of every nature, in order to restore it to its roots. Then he continued and said, that is why you become sick and die. But you are deprived of the one who can heal you. He who has a mind to understand, let him understand. Matter gave birth to a passion that has no equal, proceeded from something contrary to nature. Then there arises a disturbance in its whole body. That is why I said to you, be of good courage. And if you are discouraged, be encouraged in the presence of the different forms of nature. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. When the Blessed One had said this, he greeted them all, saying, Peace be with you. Receive my peace unto yourselves. Beware that no one leads you astray, saying, Lo, here, or lo, there, but the Son of Man is within you. But the Son of Man is within you. Follow after him. Those who seek him will find him. Go then and preach the gospel of the kingdom. Do not lay down any rules beyond what I appointed you. And do not give a law like the lawgiver lest you be constrained by it. When he said this, he departed. I want us to understand that the most high is within us to really seek to clear our mind from what is happening out here in this world and the way the structure has fallen and conformed and the masses are just duped, you know, and you have to see clearly. You have to see clearly past all the deception You have to bring about the salvation of yourself. So next I want to move forward into um, some more gnosis in the non-Kamadi. And um, this is the secret book of John, the Apocrypha of John, and this section entitled Three Plots Against Humanity. Three Plots Against Humanity. The Mother, Father is merciful, a Holy Spirit sympathizing within us through the epinea 
of the providence of the light. It raises up the children of the perfect race, raising up their thought, their light eternal. When the chief archon learned that they were elevated above him and that their mental ability surpassed his, he wanted to put a stop to their thought. But he didn't know of their mental superiority. Overstand. Our mental superiority. And he could not stop them. He made a plan with his demons, who are his powers, each of them fortified with wisdom, Sophia, and produced fate, the last variety of imprisonment. Fate changes unpredictably. It is of different sorts, just as the demons are of different sorts. Fate is hard. Fate is stronger than the authorities, demons, the generations of people who are caught up in it. Out of fate emerged sinfulness, violence, blasphemy, forgetfulness, ignorance, weighty commandments, heavy sins, terrible fear. Creation became blind, ignorant of God above everything because of the imprisonment and forgetfulness. Can you believe this was written? (laughs) Because of the imprisonment and forgetfulness. They are unaware of their sins. They are bound into periods of time and seasons by fate who is Lord of it all. Yadavov eventually came to regret everything he had created. He decided, you know, we have to decide because there is a plot. Three against humanity. Understand? And so that led me into um, the stance of being a witness. Right? We're witnesses to all of this. And so the metaphysical meaning of witness, witness, there were two, of revelation, one, verse one and one, three, and the two anointed ones of Zechariah 4.14. So the metaphysical meaning of witness is while we believe that there's an outer interpretation to all philosophy, we know that there is also an inner interpretation. And since this is the more necessary in our overcoming, we always seek to give the scriptures an individual meaning or explanation. According to the first chapter of Revelation, the whole book is the picture of redeemed man. Therefore, there is no doubt that the 11th chapter is representative of an inner work, of an inner work something that will take place in each one as he is being transformed into the perfect image and likeness of God. Revelation 21:15 reads, and he that spake with me had a measure, a golden reed to measure the city. The 17th verse giving the measurements state that they were according to the measure of a man that is of an angel. In the 11th chapter we read, and there was given me a reed like unto a rod, and one said, rise and measure the temple of God and the altar and them that worship therein. Things are sometimes measured to find out their size, but their true value. We have to measure, we have to judge, we have to discern. The temple was in, was, was in Jerusalem and represents the, the place of worship in the heart center, Jerusalem being symbolical of this center and consciousness. 
the altar would be the consciousness of full consecration that takes place in the temple of worship, the first one. Present your bodies as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service. Then that worship therein are the true spiritual thoughts in man, that love and worship of God. Those who are in the process of overcoming realize that, as Paul tells us in Romans, within them are the carnal mind and outer personal self and the inner Christ consciousness of truth. The putting off of the personal is a gradual work, which begins after a full consecration to God on the part of the individual. And until it is entirely overcome, there is often a war in heaven within him. So the court, which is without the temple, that hath been given unto the nations and was to be measured, represents the carnal thoughts or states of consciousness, conscious and subconsciousness. That have not yet been redeemed till they are lifted up and redeemed they too to a certain extent tread underfoot or keep from perfect expression and demonstration the spirituality or god consciousness within man the two witnesses revelations 11 3 or two olive trees read carefully the fourth chapter of zechariah seem to be avenues by which the oil of life of the spirit is brought into the body consciousness in Zechariah 4.14, we are told of the two anointed ones, sons of oil, that stand by the Lord of the whole earth. In Zechariah 4.4, the question is asked, what are these, my Lord? The sixth verse gives the answer, the word of Jehovah, unsuserable, saying, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith Jehovah of hosts. Saith Jehovah of hosts. Zerubbabel is one who restores the worship of God. So these two witnesses or anointed ones keep declaring the word of God in faith and power from the heart center of Jerusalem and to the whole earth, declaring our word of God in faith and power from the heart and to the whole earth, the uttermost parts of our body. Just below the heart is the seat of judgment. So the witnesses have the power to discern and judge the thoughts and intents of the heart. It's already in us. To defeat this mind control. The witnesses have the power to discern and judge the thoughts and intents of the heart and to cause a drought to come to the earth or carnal consciousness and plagues of different kinds, as well as fire to purify and put away ever thoughts that oppose the truth. You know, and so I also looked into the meaning of the the metaphysical meaning of wilderness because we're witnesses in the wilderness, right? <laughs> and so wilderness, the metaphysical meaning of that is um, from Joshua 1.4, represents an individual consciousness. Yeah, individual consciousness. Look at God. And multitude of undisciplined and, un and um, uncultivated thoughts. And that's, what, and that's all around us. Undisciplined and uncultivated thoughts. But we have to stand strong and within our consciousness and move forward and have the strength to go through. We're going to take a music moment and we'll be back.
Blessings and grace. I want to thank thank you for joining me for this frequency and um, exploring these different topics. I'd like to give a shout out to the music that helped to um, spread my energy for. That was just um, Judy Marwat, Strength to Go Through, preceded by John Coltrane, Giant Steps, Mecca, Babylon, Jay Mitchell, Your Summer Song, Queen Africa, Lioness on the Rise, Black Violin, A-flat, Jay Mitchell, Flawless, Queen Omega, Judgment, Betty Carter, Favorite Things, Lauren Hill, Black Rage, John I, Prosper, Benfield Tides featuring Bachaka, and that's the Quentin Harris mix, Esperanza from New Med, Now, followed by Earthology, the Whitefield Brothers featuring Bajaka and John Nine, Legitimate. Blessing and grace bestowed to all who have ears to hear and eyes to see, and that liberate themselves each day at a time, within each moment being awake and aware. I'm going to end this evening with Acro Jazz Bandicoot. Blessings, beautiful ones. Blessings and grace.